So, we met online. This is a podcast about love, sex, and everything in between, the world of online dating. Hi, I'm Chris. And I'm Erica. Welcome to So We Met Online. If you would like to learn more about the show, visit us online at sowemetonline.com and join us throughout social media on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, all at So We Met Online. So we met online and he actually found me on Instagram, thought I was cute, and he proceeded to slide into my DMs. So people really do that. Yeah, and not only that, he sent this really creepy bitmoji of himself, like peeping through a window. And <laughs> yeah, but I know you're probably going to tell me a dating story, so you did go out. Right, I did. So I don't know what that says about my life. <laughs> so for anyone listening who doesn't know what sliding into your DMs means, it's just the cool kid lingo for saying somebody sends you a direct message on Instagram, meaning not every, it's like a private message. Like, right. Like a text message only to you, but on Instagram. Right. And and the connotation of sliding into the DMs is that it has a, a sort of a sexual uh, right. flair to it. Right. So yeah, he proceeded to tell me that I was cute. Some back and forth, he acknowledged the fact that it was, in fact, creepy, which I agreed to. And yeah, went on a first date. It went really well. And then we agreed to a second date. And he was a realtor in Boston. So he had this great idea. And he had, so we, I don't know if this is illegal or not, but he had, he had keys to all these vacant apartments in the area. So he was like, oh, this is really awesome rooftop at this apartment that I'm renting out. That is not Maybe that's... I don't know. Probably wasn't legal, but he... he, We got this giant cheap bottle of wine and these little tiny Dixie cups to drink them out of. And we go upstairs. I don't know. Right, right. (laughs) (laughs) So... We go upstairs to this beautiful apartment. But he didn't live there. Didn't live there. No. (laughs) It could have been murdered, but it's fine. So we went to the top. We went to the top amazing view of Boston. Skyline, so beautiful. And we're just sitting and talking, drinking this wine. Uh-huh. And we're drinking out these little Dixie cups, so I'm really not realizing how much I'm consuming. It's not like I'm counting in my head sure. two, I three glasses. Glass. Right. right. So whatever, we finished the bottle. <laughs> I don't realize how intoxicated I am. And I had I drove to his apartment in Boston, so I was planning on driving home. I wake up, or if not wake up, I get up from the seat and I'm just like, and (laughs) I get up and I'm like, oh my God, I am so drunk. I didn't realize how drunk I was. I'm stumbling. My words are just slurring and I'm like, oh man, I'm I'm drunk. And so we wobble back to his apartment and he offers for me to stay because I cannot drive home. Whatever, no problem. But when I'm that drunk, I have to stay up a little bit and sober up. If I lay down, I'll get the spins and Uh I throw up. It's classic. It happens every time if I do that. But I don't really know this guy, so I don't want to like sit in his bed and just sit there. So he's like, why don't you just lay down, whatever. And I'm just, and he's not trying, he's not making any moves on me. He's mm-hmm. just being being very nice. And I'm just, no, you know, like, I'm good. <laughs> I'm just going to sit here. You sat on his bed? I, I sat there for a little bit. Wait, and then are you back at his place? Back at his place, okay. yep. Eventually, I just feel just too weird, literally just sitting up there. So I put my head on the pillow. Instantly, I feel sick. And he had a bathroom attached to his bedroom. 
I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to get sick. And I got up, ran to the bathroom, literally vomiting in the bathroom for like two hours. Oh God. <laughs> he's knocking on the door and he's like, can I get you a water? And I'm like, no, it's fine. <laughs> I'm sure he was just really leave. happy about sliding into your DMs now. <laughs> I'm just like, just leave me here. It's okay. <laughs> I'm debating sleeping on the toilet. Like That's how bad I was feeling. <laughs> so I eventually get up to a couple hours later. So the next morning, I have anxiety. I'm so embarrassed. I'm like, oh, my God. And he's up cleaning the bathroom. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> like, I'm so sorry. Da, da, da. And he's like, how are you feeling? I'm like, not great. <laughs> <laughs> but then he offered to take me out to breakfast. <laughs> And that's why I always bring an emergency toothbrush with me everywhere I go because you just never know when you'll need it. So I had a toothbrush. I rinsed my face. We got breakfast. Ended up seeing this guy for the rest of the summer. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So you can vomit on a second date and still get a third and fourth date. I mean, I wouldn't recommend it. No, (laughs) but it can happen. I'm really glad he was nice. Right, same. That could go in a totally different direction. So did we learn any lessons from this story besides Um, the toothbrush? Don't split, don't drink basically a bottle of wine to yourself on a second date or maybe even at all. Yeah. Yeah, know your limits. Yeah, don't drink it out of little Dixie cups. I would prefer maybe an actual wine glass so you know how much you're consuming. That's a good so you can tally it in your head. Well, um, I can't thank you enough for sharing. You're welcome. Chris and I are going to have a fun time uh, discussing it. Yeah, I'm excited to hear it. Thank you for listening to So We Met Online. If you enjoy listening, we invite you to visit our site at sowemetonline.com sponsors and find out how you can help support the show. On the site, you can learn about all of our sponsors, donate to the show, or promote your own business by becoming a sponsor on one of our upcoming episodes. And if you're a fan, please share our podcast to your friends, co-workers, or anyone else who is looking to meet someone online. Have you ever done something like that to try to... Have you... Well, you're not a big drinker. I'm not a big drinker, but I would be lying to say that I haven't had a drink on the first date or second date to impress my date. Oh, so I want to talk about that a little bit. Like, if we think the drinking too much was a function of her trying to impress her date, her not really paying attention because she was into him, because I got to tell you, I've done something like that before. In one of my most serious relationships, it's funny, I like to drink, yes, it's no secret, but (laughs) I rarely drink to the point where I'm that drunk and I certainly don't get sick from alcohol but I don't know if it was because I was focused on impressing him or focused on uh, keeping up I don't know what it was but early on in this relationship the first two weekends we spent together so Friday Saturday Friday Saturday which was probably week three and four in the relationship (laughs) It it was pretty early on I somehow, and I remember the bar we went to in D.C., Russia House, which you know when it has the name Russia House, you're getting drunk off of martinis. I don't even drink martinis. I don't know who I thought I was. Bond. James. Jane. Jane Bond. Bond. Right. That first Friday night, drank too much. Sick. (laughs) The next night, drank too much. Sick. (laughs) Okay. And, okay, yeah. And by that point... And I, I liked him so much that I'm like, I swear this isn't really me. 
who is it? I don't know. But yeah. so the next, I think the next Friday I was fine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thank God. And then the next Saturday, drunk. Again, I'm like sputtering. It's not me. I don't know what happened. I don't usually, this doesn't happen. But his, he had so few points of reference <laughs> that to him, it did happen. And I kept saying, this isn't the real me. Like, don't stop liking. I was a mess, right? And I remember he said, finally, at one point, he goes, I'm just going to bed now. <laughs> and, you know, I, I never got sick again in that relationship or any time after. So... I really, you know, I tried to think about it later. And we laughed about it later, of course. And I'm glad he did take my word for it that that's not a regular occurrence of mine. But I have to wonder, why? Why did I drink so much? Was it because I didn't eat enough because I was nervous? Although I like to eat. Was it because, again, I was trying to keep up? We were out with some friends one of the nights. Maybe they were putting peer pressure. I don't know. But it seems to happen early in relationships. Yeah, I, you know, I think if we took the drinking aside, yeah. I, I definitely am positive that a lot of our listeners have experienced something similar. Maybe they've tried to keep up with their date in terms of drinks. Maybe they've gotten a little too drunk. I've clearly have shared many a stories where a woman who I've met has been drunk and has done things they probably regret the next day. So we understand that happens. It happens. But I do think that there is something else lingering here, which is an interesting conversation. If we take drinking out of it, there's lots of things that I believe we all do on first, second, third dates to either try to impress the person we're with or to try to maybe keep up with them, to demonstrate shared interest. Like what? I'm going to give you an example, which is so ridiculously stupid. (laughs) But for those people who have been listening and for you, you know me, I don't like roller coasters. Wait, really? Yeah. But but Disneyland, you like, you live at Disneyland. I do. I live at Disneyland. But like at Disneyland, there's a couple of rides that I despise. One of them is, well, it used to be Tower of Terror. (gasps) I love Terror. Now it's, uh, you know, Guardians of the Galaxy Mission Breakout or whatever. I hate the ride. I despise the ride. It is one of these rides that just, you know, I I can't. But I can guarantee you that I have gone on that ride simply because I'm on a date and they say, well, let's go on the ride. And instead of saying, I hate the ride, I'm like, sure. Okay, let's go on the ride. You can't see Chris right now, but he's doing this sort of robot dance. Yeah, like, sure. Maybe. Yeah, okay. But why am I doing that? You know, I'm doing it really just... To look macho? To, Why? Yeah, to look macho, to, you know, to participate in an activity with my date, to not look like a coward, right. not to, you I know, mean, to impress that. them. I, I Any see number that. of things. I was having a conversation with someone recently because on The Bachelor this past season... They uh, they had a bungee jumping first date. Yeah. Now, why they have to put bungee jumping, and I kept thinking to myself, I would never go bungee jumping. I so would never either. I kept thinking to myself, like, they all on The Bachelor are on there supposedly to get married and have kids, right? Mm-hmm. If he dismissed me because I wouldn't go bungee jumping and that somehow in turn wouldn't make me a wonderful wife and mother, I'd be like, peace out, yo. Enjoy. Exactly. (laughs) But the, I mean, look, maybe she was feigning fear for TV or maybe she was really scared. Regardless, it doesn't matter. She looked like she did not want to go bungee jumping. And I thought to myself, why did she? Granted, it was TV. I get that. So 
we can't look at this in a vacuum. Like, we can't hold all else equal. Yeah. But, oy, 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 I always get in the econ talk, cetera's parabus. Anyway, <laughs> she did it. And, you know, she was proud of herself when she did it. And all was good, of course. And, you know, then they had the romantic dinner. But I thought to myself, man, did they put a lot of pressure on this woman? And she put a lot of pressure on herself yeah. to do it just because her date did. Again, we talk about trying to impress, and you just sort of mentioned it. You would be okay if they got rid of you because you wouldn't do something. If we, that makes me an uninventurous partner, right? so it goes. Okay. So, so we do all have kind of these limitations, right? Um, drinking, mm-hmm. back to that, may not be one of those limitations for us on a first date, right? Or a second date or something. Um, uh, a roller coaster or something like that. Uh, may not be something uh, that I find a hard no, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, especially like on a first or second date. But maybe bungee jumping, like for both of us, is definitely like if if somebody suggested let's go bungee jumping on a first date, I'd be like, uh, no, there won't be a there's not going to be a first date. However, we all want somebody to like us for who we are. Absolutely, right? And so I would ideally like to be able to say, you know, I really don't like. Tower of Terror, or I don't like roller coasters, would you mind if we don't do it? And I would like the my date to say, oh yeah, that's fine. I like you just for who you are, and it doesn't matter that you don't like that. Right, but I before this, you know each other. Right, before you know each can't other. can't really like you for who you are, because they don't know who you are. Exactly. You still have to figure that out. And so we have this kind of, maybe it's a misconception, maybe it's a stereotype, maybe it's, I, I don't know what it is where we feel as if we still have to do these things in those beginning stages to make the relationship successful. And we don't. And we don't, exactly. We don't have to do them. Do you think it's conscious or not? Like, for example... I think it's not conscious. In in our story here with Beth, she says she didn't know how much she was drinking. I believe her, obviously, because if you're not measuring, you know when, say, a waiter or waitress refills your cup, you don't know how much you're actually drinking. I believe that, and I think it was an accident. But sometimes I have to wonder, is it conscious? Is it not? Maybe you want to lower your inhibitions. So... Maybe subconsciously and consciously, you're drinking too much. I don't know. Well, I think drinking, there are multiple areas that we can explore. Yes, I do believe there's a lot of people out there that will drink to be more comfortable, to curb the nerves of Mm -hmm. a first date or a second date. You know, they want to be more relaxed. That's completely understandable. I do think that as you get more comfortable or you are more into a date, you're going to drink more. Because let's be honest, I'll even argue that if you go on a bad date, Mm -hmm. are you more likely to drink less so that you can get out of the date? Probably. Or Or drink drink more so that you don't have to worry about how bad the date is. I would drink less. Only because I'd want to be there for a shorter period. Right. Of time. I think most people would say, "I'm, you know, one glass, I'm done." Exactly. Because at the end of this glass, it's like it's my excuse. Okay, time exactly. to end the date. It's a natural breaking point. I do think there are some of the opposites. I, I think some people may say this date sucks. I'm just going to drink into oblivion. Until oblivion, so I can't remember it. I think those well, people that, are that, less. That, then that person needs to reassess some things. <laughs> but I also think. That if you're really into the person, that you lose track of time. And you in do. the process of losing track of time, you may also lose track of drink counts. Absolutely. I think that's all possible. Or, I mean, back to, you know, you saying it's not just drinks. I do think 
people tend to divulge too much sometimes too on first dates and maybe oh, yeah. that's also keeping up with the other person. I mean, I can't tell you how many clients have said to me, you know, my date started sharing his or her divorce story. So, you know, I figured I didn't want to be rude. So I just shared mine too. And that is never something I would recommend sharing on a first date for many reasons, but mainly because it just completely brings down the tone of the date. Right. And my new favorite piece of advice for my clients when they ask me, well, what do I do when someone asks about my last relationship or asks about my divorce? You can say something like, you know, I don't want to bring another person into this date. <laughs> I'm enjoying this. Or what I've yeah. said in the past when someone's asked, you know, talk about your last relationship. I said, I- I've worked through that. I've, I've been to therapy for that. <laughs> I-, I don't want to go back there. You know, yeah. and that's the honest truth. Right. Yeah, I think talking too much about random stuff, drinking too much, doing things like bungee jumping, bungee cord, uh, whatever, parachute. I would never do that. Um, Skydiving? Skydiving. Never. Never, ever. I wouldn't even do that if it was somebody I was married to. I wouldn't do it if it was someone I was trying to jump away from. (laughs) I just wouldn't do it. But there, there has to be other things. Yeah. You know, I, I'm, I'm sitting here trying to think. Like, well, while you think about it, I have another story about. Okay, great. It does have to do with drinking. It's actually a more extreme example. So I have client mixers from time to time where I get my clients together because I'm not a matchmaker in that I don't say, you client A, go out with you client B, have fun. It's more I help people manage their online dating accounts. So I'm not generally introducing one client to another. So every few months, I have a mixer bringing my clients together. I also invite people to bring friends. Sometimes I'll invite some of my own friends who are single just to to make a nice social gathering. So one of my friends, a male friend, hit it off with one of my clients. He goes on a date with her, and this guy can drink. So it goes. He just has a really high tolerance. Anyway... I remember that day because I was at WeWork, uh, my co-working space, really late working one night, almost midnight. And I get a phone call from this friend of mine. And normally he wouldn't be calling me at almost midnight. So something is obviously wrong. So I answer and he's sort of in a panic. And he sounds a little like he's slurring. But more of the panic came through than the, you know, how much did he have to drink? All I hear is a few words here and there, went out on the date drank, curb, spit, ambulance. (laughs) And I'm like, oh my God. So I'm trying to piece this together, right? It turns out on this first date with my client, she drank too much. They apparently went to three different places. I don't know if they didn't eat enough or just, you know, it was just too much for her and she was trying to keep up. But I guess by the third or whatever it was place, she was being belligerent and had to be kicked out. And then apparently she laid on the curb (laughs) outside, and all I know is she ended up at the hospital. So now my friend is calling me because he wants to tell me what happened with my own client, and obviously I felt awful about it. Well, I can control many things, but (laughs) other people's behavior is is something I cannot. So as awful as I felt, I wanted to make sure my friend was okay, too. Mm-hmm. Yep. So I said, how are you getting home? And he said, oh, I'm driving home. I said, you're out of your flipping mind. So I made him take an Uber to my apartment. And I still remember it was funny because he had red wine spilled all over his shirt, like you do. And uh, the only shirt I had at my home that I thought would fit a guy was my extra large bat mitzvah 
<laughs> giveaway t-shirt that said I rocked around the clock at Erica's Bat Mitzvah. <laughs> anyway, luckily everyone was fine, but she was mortified after because she knew that was not her behavior. She was so embarrassed and she really liked my friend and she just wanted to try to keep up and impress him. Right. When in reality, he would have been equally, if not more impressed if she had just said, you know, I hit my limit. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I don't know what this, again, going back to the story, I, I don't know what the reason is that, you know, she ended up drinking too much. Uh, it could be any number of reasons, but I do definitely think that all of us attempt to put on a little bit of a show on a first date. Again, we talked about roller coasters, we talked about <laughs> drinking too much, but heck, you know, from a guy's perspective, me included, I can't tell you how many times that I tried to take a woman to maybe a little fancier dinner to impress her, you know, with money or clean my car, you know, to make it look like, you know, I'm a clean person. Like I'm a clean person or <laughs> I never know, do that. <laughs> or wear something, you know, a little bit more professional than what I would normally wear on a date to sure. make it seem like I'm better put together. All of those things and and I we know that women do it as well. They're going to dress up, they're going to go get their hair done and nails done and whatever the case Who are these be. women you're dating? <laughs> Who gets we, their hair and nails done for a first date? You do live in LA, yeah, I we know. we do live but, in LA. Gee whiz. Um, but, you know, all of those things are just more noise to a date. We are all, in a way, trying to impress the person we're with in order to make a connection, when in reality... We should be worried about the connection Correct. and not impressing yes, the person. Yes, I would rather you not try to impress anyone. I not to. Nobody's trying. You just right. be your best self, right. whatever that means to you. Yeah. And I've had dates where I've completely disagreed with people on something or they hated my jokes. That happens not <laughs> n- not an insignificant amount of time. <laughs> I'm pretty corny. But I'm actually happy when that happens because you're getting the true sense of who I am. I remember I was on a date once at this speakeasy in New York where you drink out of teacups. <laughs> and this has nothing to do with the drinking. I just like the teacups. <laughs> I don't remember what we were talking about. It was this British guy I met at a coffee shop. And I'm not going to lie that I'm a sucker for a British accent, but we just vehemently disagreed about something on the date, and I have never had this happen before. We actually had a fight on the date. Not like a fist fight, yeah. but we, we, hey, hey. But we we had some pretty strong words. More of a healthy debate, I guess, than a fight. I guess a fight is not the right word to characterize it. But I actually, even though I knew our views on whatever it was were so different that we couldn't date each other I was actually really happy that we got that out and you know that was it we were both ourselves and neither said anything to try to impress the other you made me think of a job interview that I did back in college I went on the interview and the manager asked me a series of questions and I answered those questions honestly Uh oh I did not answer favorite food (laughs) cheeseburger no ding dong I didn't answer those questions in the way that I'm sure the manager expected me, like, how would you greet a customer? And, Yo, sup? <laughs> and how would you sell this, you know, whatever. It was retail, right? So Buy you, my stuff. Right, so you've got all of these expectations. And I think at one point in time, I actually had an argument with the manager mm-hmm. about how I would initiate a sales process and talk to a customer. Mm-hmm. And I left that interview thing, I'm not getting this. Yep. 
And what happened was I got a call like an hour and saying, you've got the job only because you stuck to your guns and you didn't cave. You were yourself. Absolutely. I I agree with that. And there's something to be said. Someone's going to have to love you for who you are in the long run. So you might as well be who you are in the short run. Yeah. I don't think I have any more stories about that. I have no more stories on this one. I want to thank Beth for sharing her story with us. And I want to thank all of you for listening. And... If you happen to have a story of course. about some crazy drinking too much, we would love to hear. Yeah, you can either find us on our website, so we met online.com, on Instagram at so we met online, Facebook, can you guess? So we met online. Or you can write to hey is for horses. No, just, <laughs> just hey at so we met and we would love to hear your stories. Thanks for listening. 